morning. I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, January 5th, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got some news. Speaker Mike Johnson looks to negotiate directly with the White House on border security and immigration policy. Number two, a tax deal could be in the making. And number three, more January 6th footage is being released. All right, Jake, let's get into it. You are back in Washington. Welcome home. Want to talk to you, though, about two bits of big pieces of news we have this morning on the behind the scenes machinations related to border security talks and government funding. The first of which being Speaker Mike Johnson floating to House Republican freshman on a private conference call yesterday that he may try to negotiate directly with the White House on changes to border security and immigration policy. That's pretty big news. It is pretty big news. Um, I am back in Washington. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, so listen, it is pretty big news in the sense that the White House made a calculation that we've been, um, I wouldn't say critical, but slightly um, uh, quizzical, I guess is the best way to say it about, which is the White House decided that they would negotiate with Senate Republicans and Democrats on a border deal, not House Republicans. Now, I understand this in the sense that Mike Johnson really is a uh, an untested figure in um, in negotiations. He's never actually negotiated anything that I could tell. Uh, He's he's only passed modest bills in his uh, in his time in Congress. But um, they are negotiating with uh, uh, Chris Murphy and James Lankford, et cetera, et cetera, over a immigration deal. But yesterday on a conference call with. House Republican freshman Johnson said it might be time for him to open a channel of negotiations with the White House. Now, I don't I understand Johnson's um, goal here. I get that. I get that he wants to a be in the game and b he doesn't think whatever the Senate passes, the House will be able to pass anyway. Something we wrote about uh, on Wednesday morning and I guess Thursday as well. But Johnson doesn't know if he wants this as part of government funding, as part of the the um, uh, package to uh, uh, give aid to Ukraine and uh, Israel and everything like that. He doesn't know. He he said he wants HR two. If, if he just wants HR two, there's not much to negotiate over. He could try to convince them that they should want HR two. That's not going to work. That's the very conservative um, uh, immigration and border bill that House Republicans passed last May. But it does show an itchiness, Anna, of of sorts when it comes to uh, uh, the Senate negotiations and getting something on the border in the next couple of uh, weeks here. So we'll have to see if that actually comes to fruition. We will stay on top of that. But it's a very interesting dynamic from the just the power perspective that Johnson is trying to get in here, trying to not be frozen out as he has been so far. Well, it is an interesting dynamic because when you think about the decision when it was Speaker Kevin McCarthy, oftentimes Senate Republicans took the back seat and said, hey, we're going to let McCarthy be the key negotiator here with the the president, uh, for better or for worse. Um, And that was the dynamic that played out for the first part of this Congress. Now, since it's been a Speaker Mike Johnson, clearly he has been kind of put aside a bit in terms of where the negotiations are on border where they are on a lot of different things and trying to get himself into the game that comes with though, obviously some, some tripwires, right? 
you know, if you're the one who's negotiating, it's also, you know, are you going to really negotiate in good faith? And could you get a deal that then you can actually deliver on? That's always the problem for uh, some of these leaders, particularly when you look at the small numbers that Johnson has uh, in his own conference, right? So to be able to have some of those opening talks, sure, that's fine. But then actually to be able to come to an agreement that a lot of your conference might not like and get it across the finish line becomes I think very precarious for Johnson. Separately, we have news here this morning that Johnson is also seeking billions of dollars in additional spending cuts, especially in COVID relief funding before making any deal with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Democrats on fiscal year 2024 funding levels. Of course, uh, I feel like a broken record here. The deadline is looming. Uh, We are not months away from needing to come to this top line funding level. Uh, We are weeks away, Jake. That's right. (laughs) It's it's the 19th of this month. That's two weeks from today, Anna. Um, That is not a, that is not a short, that is not uh, a long time away. That is a short time away in case people on Capitol Hill have forgotten that. Um, (laughs) uh, And that's a partial government shutdown for spending bills because of this plan, this Johnson, I guess, plan to to stagger the spending bills, to have two deadlines instead of one. Um, and uh, listen, what they're trying to do here, I'll, let me just explain a little bit more here, which is they're trying to effectively, they're looking in couch cushions for savings. <laughs> I hate to say it. Um, they are uh, accelerating, trying to accelerate IRS spending cuts in the out years, which means um uh you know spending that's spending cuts that are going to take place in the future they're trying or spending that's going to take place in the future they're trying to cut now which is democrats seem to be fine with they're trying to rescind covid money uh also senator uh, uh democrats seem to be fine with right now so they're really looking in couch cushions to create a deal that's at the fiscal responsibility act levels uh, that's the bill that raised the debt ceiling that set spending levels for the last couple of, for for, for uh, this next year. Um, they're trying to give Johnson a way to sell this, and I, I, I and that's kind of what's behind all of this. We shall see if it is enough to get conservative Republicans on board. Uh, going to be a challenge, as you say, looking to the couch cushions for money to find some cuts. Uh, Will it be enough? That's going to be the big question here in the coming days. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning from The Vault. Laura Weiss, our newest addition to the team there, has some really interesting um, details here about how top tax writers are nearing a bipartisan deal. Man, this has been talked about, Jake. I remember having Jason Smith, uh, chair of the House Ways and Means Committee, on stage uh, you know, months ago and uh, kind of talking about how he was kind of somewhat optimistic about trying to find some tax deal uh, to, ex- you know, that would include maybe potentially expanding child tax credits, reviving expired tax benefits for businesses. But uh, a lot of skepticism has been out there that they would actually get to something. But it appears now uh, that there could be a deal in nothing. Yeah, it could be. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be um, uh, overly skeptical. I'm just trying to. Uh, uh, there, it does look like there is discussion now. The question is, even if they have a deal, where does it ride? Uh, and I don't know the answer to that. Uh, it could ride in a government funding bill, but these things are very 
very tricky, and, and sometimes it can't bear the weight. It's a great scoop by by Laura Weiss, our, our, um, who's on the vault for us, and uh, we should note, Anna, the vault special edition, the first special edition, not special edition, I'm sorry, the first weekly look-ahead of the vault comes out this Sunday. Very exciting, and uh, comes out with a brand new look, Anna, to uh, which is going to be all of our um, uh, all of our newsletters are going to have a new look. Uh, but this is going to kick off with the vault this Sunday. Can't wait! We'll be there Sunday afternoon uh, when it comes out uh, in the in the mid afternoon. Uh, if you are a premium uh, member of ours, you will be uh, get that sneak peek. And then we also encourage you to sign up uh, to become part of this policy-based membership service. There's a lot of different features uh, in terms of integrated content in our three newsletters a day, Monday through Friday, as well as that Sunday look ahead uh, and other benefits, networking experiences, et cetera. So uh, if you're interested in that, you can go to punchbowl.news and check out all of the benefits to become a member member of that service. Uh, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Some really interesting news here uh, by Max Cohen on January 6th. Three years after the attack, new footage has been obtained by Punchbowl News showing just how close rioters came that day to encountering a group of House Democrats on the third floor of the U.S. Capitol. This is it, it's it, that footage is it's pretty scary and it puts into focus just how close uh, those rioters did come, Jake. Yeah, uh, this is we are tomorrow is the I guess it would be the third anniversary of the January 6th attack. Um, the, we have some new footage uh, again, as you said, that shows how close rioters came. We know we know this broadly speaking. Uh, we've seen some of this footage uh, uh, that's come out from the from that Speaker Johnson has released. It's a great item by Max um, and everyone should check it out. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. Happy Friday. Hope you had a great first week back. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it with your friends. Hope you enjoyed the new intro music uh, as well. And if you like what we do here, you can go deeper by signing up for our free morning newsletter at punchpool.news. All it takes is a an email. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day and stay safe, everybody. Everybody. 